For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Speaking Podcast. I'm Jay Black. That's Jessica Gibson, and that Hi. is the chest of Bill Spadia. We started, Bill, because we didn't know how long it would be before you came back. Yeah, we just got going. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Everything's going great. Oh, and I can hear you. It was this little thing was broke. I don't know if it was broken or not. Everybody right, in the world has it likes to tune in to our Zoom meeting issues podcast. Do we record did we record all this with the technical issues we're having? No, oh, we yeah. just started, Bill. Just started. We're we're rolling. We are. All right. Well then welcome to hey, what are we calling this now? Just the speaking podcast, right? It's been that way for two and a half years, Bill. I kind of feel like it's changed a few times. Here's why that here's why that came up. Because I had a whole conversation with our billing department, and it's coded three or four different ways in the system. So I got confused today. Oh. Well, that's All actually right, so good because we're uh, we're committing lots of graft and fraud, and uh, we need to have like a lot of different <laughs> names in order to make that happen. So here we'll try it again. Welcome to the Speaking Podcast. Even though it looks like I'm late to join, I'm Bill Spadia here with my my friends and co-hosts, Jay Black and Jessica Gibson. So guys. Yeah, wow. Got a haircut. What do you think? I wow. did it. And new glasses? And new glasses. Well, okay. So here's what happened. I bought a pack of six on Amazon. Uh-huh. I lost one. I broke the other. So I'm on number three. And they have to be blue. See, I think that when you have, I have two left, I have red. Yeah. Hmm. I think that you get into your and then head. The more studious black. Yeah. I think you get into your head where you're like, hey, this is no problem. I got six of them. And then you get uh, foot loose and fancy free with your glasses safety. I think yeah, that's I exactly what happened. You're like wearing them in the ocean and stuff. That's, That's actually one of the biggest, uh, most in trouble I ever got was I was 14 years old. My dad <laughs> took me to the beach and I was wearing my glasses and he was like, don't wear, don't wear your glasses in the beach. And I said, nah, it'll be fine. And literally as the, the last mm in fine came out, a wave hit me oh. in the face, knocked my glasses off. And my dad now, had to find a uh, glasses place in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina on a Sunday. And all he did was curse for about 48 hours. <laughs> I get it. No, now, yeah, no, I deserve it. How blind are you without your glasses? Uh, just like every other malady in my body, extremely. Uh, yeah, just like I'm allergic to everything. I'm basically, you know, I'm... I'm the nerd from a bad 80s movie. I can't see. I can't breathe. Everything's just a mess, Bill. <laughs> no wonder why you're hiding from COVID. Yeah. Oh, that You figure that'll be it for you. You'll be done. See, when I was a kid, the thing I was most worried about was tuberculosis. Because I was, I was a nerdy kid, and I always would read books about famous authors, and it seemed like every famous author died of tuberculosis. So in my brain, I'm like, I'm going to be a writer one day. I didn't know I'd be a TV movie writer. I thought it would be, you know, I'd be writing poetry that kids would study. Uh, and I was like, but it's a guarantee if I become a writer, I'm going to die of tuberculosis. Well, now, let me tell you something, Jay. Because of all this, uh, this bullshit lockdowns and everything else, tuberculosis is back with a vengeance. 
Did you know every year, one and a half million people die from TB? They estimate this year it's going to double because there's no supply chain with all the medicines in the third world, all these developing countries. Wait, is it, is it more that or is it because Facebook moms don't want to vaccinate? They just have special candles that they burn to make sure. Right, the that's World get... Health Organization. Okay. Uh, I just, I didn't know. I, it don't, was... I don't think the third world has a real choice on all that stuff. I didn't know if it was Point some is. Karen in yoga pants who had an essential oil that could solve the problem instead you know of what? science. Where does this Karen thing start? I find it's anti-white racism. I love it. I love anti-white racism. That's my favorite oh my kind of God. racism. Are you a guilty white guy? Is that it? No, it's just when you watch white people complain about stuff, it's just the grossest thing. There's nothing worse than some blonde lady complaining that she wants, like screaming at a $9 an hour worker that she wants to return Tostitos that were stale. But uh, why is it skin up. color based, Jay? Like, Jessica, are you not allowed to get mad if someone wrongs you? Or we don't rate as much if you're white because if you get wrong, yeah, you got that white privilege. You probably owe somebody something anyway. Like, what's the mentality? It's just like a perspective. It's like no one wants to hear the perspective of the white, the white girl that's whining. No, very I, I got a different it's not Karen. No, I think it's this. I think it's that everybody has heard the perspective of the white middle-aged woman. Like you can't not hear the perspective of the white middle. It's everywhere. It's women on Facebook. It's women at Target. It's never ending. I think it's just, hey, white women, be quiet for a little bit. And white guys. Be quiet for a little bit. It's okay. See, I don't buy that at all. I, I don't, I'm surprised, Jay, with your intellectual capacity that you and I have actually had conversations about how we need more bullying in the world. Yeah. That, that you would buy into this whole racial narrative. I don't buy one ounce of it. So you don't buy one bit of like systemic racism or white no. privilege? Nope, there is not so, systemic racism. There is not white privilege. Because I look at it this way. There is economic privilege. There's two-parent household privilege. There's financial privilege. There's American privilege. What, what about like male privilege? If you're privilege? born in Africa, you really got the short end of the stick given the given what, what the, the economy is doing, uh, how they've had wars over different But what, but what about male privilege? Do you believe in male privilege? No. So you don't think when you're walking at night, you have a different perspective on the universe than, say, Jessica walking at night. You do, but that's not based on privilege. That's based on environment and experience. But that's the definition of privilege, is that your environment and experience are different. Well, you could say that it's, you see, I think the problem today is people act like it was just born because you were white. And I look at that and I say, well, wait a minute. You know, you look at uh, police shootings, you look at all the violence in our inner cities, look what's erupting now. It's typically... Um, the violence is in areas that are economically depressed that have bought into being victims. And they've been told by leaders for decades, you're a victim, you can't do anything about it. It's always somebody else's fault. So no, I, I reject the entire what, conversation. What about class privilege? Well, I think it depends. I don't believe that's the case in America. I think in so America, you don't, it's not about class, it's about money. You don't think I mean, that get, like there's a privilege of the billionaire class. So there's just, a privilege of the political class. So yes, I agree with that. So you don't think like a kid whose dad is a lawyer, a white kid whose dad is a lawyer, who sees car like police lights behind him. You don't think in that moment he has a different experience as to how he feels inside he, as he he's may, getting pulled over. But it has nothing to do with his he, but, skin color. But it does though, right? Like you know, I mean, I, how? so unless I, I, I mean, I don't know. I think unless you listen to other people's experiences and you hear people go like, hey, I have to sit my kid down and go, if a cop shows up, be nervous. It's a little bit of a different experience than my dad going, hey, don't worry that, about it. Cops are your friend. 
That's a false narrative, though, and most people, that, that isn't the experience. Like, that's the problem, that, that when a cop pulls somebody over, they don't know if you're black or white. This thing has gotten out of control because race has been infused in every conversation. Black people who are conservative get their voices completely shut down. Black cops get their voice completely shut down. But that's not true. They, so it's not, it's, I it's saw, a one-sided conversation based I saw on four a small black minority. Guys, I saw four black guys at the RNC Friday night, or Monday night, talking to 20 million people. So I don't think their voices got shut down. But, but not in the Democratic Party and only in the Republican Party. And, and the mainstream media will vilify them. Look, the way they vilified Clarence Thomas, the way they vilified um, Condoleezza Rice. I mean, Condoleezza Rice was not allowed to speak at Rutgers, not because she was black, but because she was a Republican. So I, I do, I think there's well, a, there is a privilege out there that's created by class, but I think it's, it's money, it's elitism. I think eventually the Bernie Sanders and the Trump folks come together on this, black and white and every color in between, and realize the problem really is one of class warfare. And you've got like this really small, group of elites that dictate culture, that dictate media. It's happening with COVID. Look at, look at the money with Big Pharma coming in on this. $10 billion a year in a vaccine you don't need. $750 million to Kodak for hydrochloricopaquine that doesn't do anything. Well, it works. It saved lives. I mean, that's again, Jay, that's, that's the radical narrative that what is radical narrative? no longer true. Every I, single I doctor that's an actual lives. doctor says it doesn't do anything. Not true. Not true. Me, which doctor Thousands. says it does something? Which me, study? Right? What Thousands study? Any study. What study? What? One. Give me one study. So, so Chris Smith in Congress sat and, and not only testified before Congress, but wrote a lengthy letter from his conversations with Fauci and the CDC to Governor Murphy to say you got to open up hydroxychloroquine because it works. And here's a list of hundreds of doctors that sided with that based on congressional testimony. So but, it, but it's real. Congressional testimony isn't a study. Congressional yes, testimony they, they, is a guy they, saying, hey, this is okay. No, you know what? Ah, and that's where you're wrong, Jared. The studies are completely bogus because the studies are not based on the real life that literally tens of thousands of people have been prescribed hydroxychloroquine. As a matter of fact, the only people that died with COVID taking hydroxychloroquine were the ones that was administered way down the road, already on the ventilator, See, too late. I got a theory about this. And Jessica, I know you're bored, but I will, one second. I got a theory on this. I think that there is a, it's a very smart move to invent a false cure. And here's why. Because when everybody goes, hey, we're all dying of this thing. Can you fix it? Trump goes, well, I would if I could, but the Democrats with this hydroxychloroquine. No, but, see, but, but, the but he's the president. If it really cured things, nobody's stopping you from getting hydrocopacorquin. Nobody is. If you Not want true. it, you can Not get true. it. As a matter of fact, you're it's, wrong. Pres yeah. it's prescribable to it's anyone. No, but, but it's, it's not readily available in the U.S. because it's used as a malaria drug. So governors like Murphy refuse to- And a lupus to, drug. Yeah, which, exactly. But the, but the point is that- But the people that, with lupus need it or they die. Right. So but there are people that are alive. So, so the head of Gotham Comedy Club, who you know, head of security, that's what saved his life hydroxychloroquine because the doctors in the Bronx were, were prescribing it and using it. But see, but that's the thing. There is not a double blind test that works on that. You could also make the argument that living in the Bronx saved him and the rats 
the smell of rats. I, he breathed it in. No way, it, no way. They weren't prescribing. They weren't prescribing rat feces. But here's they the thing: well, if you live in the Bronx, you're prescribed that anyway. So, so the if, head of security at Gotham Comedy Club was dying. They gave it to him within within 24 hours. He was up on his feet. So you had think him on the, the show? Had him on both shows? You think the thousands of doctors that say this doesn't do anything is part of a conspiracy? Jay, political doctors. I'll tell you this. What if political doctors? Kid, Show me if one. My kid, I'd be giving them hydroxychloroquine. No. One you need to do. study that's a double-blind study that shows effectiveness, and I will shut up. One. No, see, that's the problem with liberals. You always want the study. A study can show. I want look, science. That's it. No, science and evidence. Evidence. That's science exactly what science is. Is evidence. Results are two different things, Jay. No. So when the doctor treats somebody with a drug and it works. That means it works. So, that Bill, you mean that there aren't side effects? That Bill, you'd be the guy. You'd be the guy works. in the 18th century going, guys, leeches work. My friend got leeches and he survived. We're getting about the 10,000 people who died from the leeches. Untrue. Literally fewer than than 50 people died after getting hydroxychloroquine. It's just not true. It's an but absolute what, false narrative. But what false. is what is the advantage of not? letting people know about this. If I was the king, if I was the guy who made oh, hydroxychloroquine, okay. all, all I would do is, I mean, there would be a huge advantage it, to it. It does, no, not at all, because there's, there's a, no, no. It already exists, there's no profit in it. The only profit is in a vaccine. The vaccine profits they expect to be a $10 but how is billion there, how dollar is, a year industry. How is that a profit if it's curable with hydroxychloroquine? What, what would, if I was- Because a, the entire narrative, political narrative is to push for a vaccine. It's, a vac it's why I wouldn't take the vaccine. But the political narrative, you know, the, the president is the president. He controls the political narrative. No, if, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Jay, New Jersey has been shut down for 164 days. And if days there was a cure, you don't think that Phil yeah. Murphy has a, a incentive to say, hey, there's a cure? I can fix no. this? As a matter of fact, it's the exact opposite. He also knows- That's that insanity, most, Bill. But it's happening before your eyes, Jay. It's 7, not, people, Yes, it is. Most people don't even get sick, let alone die. You're, 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 this, this whole disease is nothing more than a bad flu that kills you if you are over the age of 75 and compromised. There, literally 5% of the deaths under the age of 44. 5%. Right, and there's, I let mean, me, let it's, me think It's this. just not that deadly. So, so they've built this narrative, they've backed themselves into a corner, which is why when they admitted positive patients that were discharged from the hospital into the nursing homes, 7,000 people died in New Jersey. How I don't know, man. It just, how is no one accountable? It just strikes me as there's a lot of conspiracy theories that fly, and I don't believe that there's a conspiracy uh, when the, it's Occam's razor. If the simplest answer is, generally speaking, the correct one, and there is a disease that's killing people that we don't have a cure for. And if there was a cure, there would be an incentive for everyone to know about it. But, but you're wrong. There isn't an incentive for the pharmaceutical companies to cure anything. The pharmaceutical companies Well, that, the disease, pharmaceutical they companies, they should be nationalized then. If, if you no, truly believe- that, No. They that there is a group of... No, they should not be given the, the blanket liability. And that's the problem. So the legislature, Congress passed li liability reform so that the pharma companies couldn't be sued for the adverse effects of vaccines. And it made sense because you've got very few people who are harmed by vaccines. So you could shut the whole system down if you didn't have that. The challenge is it goes too far. So there isn't the financial incentive. If an, a 60s drug works, there's zero financial incentive. 
There's so, no markup on that. Right. So then there's, that's there's why. No. It, so so what you're saying is there is a group of pharmaceutical execs who are letting people die despite having a cure. No, I'm saying the ignorance and incompetence of people who are using only select studies but, are letting but, people die. But wait yes. a second. You can if hydrochloroquine is a cure. And the pharmaceutical companies- Not for know, everyone, but it can help. If they know how to make the drug. So you're saying right. that this exists, there is a drug that exists that cures well, it. I'm not saying it. Uh, literally, but, there are but in this, in this argument, around the country And, and the pharmaceutical it. companies know how to make it, but they're not making it because there's no profit in it. Right? No, I, no, I no, believe, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I believe the, the president- big, I, the profit, I, I, listen, the profit- I believe the, the president vaccine. can force them to make it, right? There's an uh, act well, that can make them do that. Uh, yeah. Have you not been watching the battle between the states and the federal government? But there's, the there's a federal law. He can, he can say at any point, it's a, a war act. But, he can but go Jay, ahead that's a, but start it producing it's not arbitrary. It's there's not no case. incentive to do that because it's a false Jay. drug. It doesn't work. Jay, no one's dying from COVID right now. No one's dying from it. What no are they dying hospitalized from it. So it all peaked in April and then it collapsed. So two things happened. So Number what are one, people dying of right now? What are you talking about? People die every day. Very so few are there's 240,000 deaths higher right now than there would be in a, con a concurrent year. So if you look at the average year, going back 10 years, 220 yeah. more thousand, 240 more thousand people are dead this year than last. So what in, do those people die from? Uh, well, first of all, first of all, if you look at the numbers, they died with COVID, not necessarily from COVID. If you look at the more people died of pneumonia this year in between February 1st, and August 17th or August 19th, then died from coronavirus. And there are only 6,000 flu deaths. So what I think happened was you've had a shifting in deaths. And deaths have actually been rising as a raw number because population is rising and no, no, people I, are getting older. So I, I, there's, that is absolutely not a comparison that you can make. It's too early. The so year's you think not over. 220,000 more people died this year on random just because they would the have country. done so anyway in the country. Well, well, but, but Jay, they're only attributing 157,000 to COVID. Right. Anyway. That, so right. that so, would mean that there's been an increase in deaths. And I would argue, and some docs have already argued this, that one of the reasons we've had a spike in deaths is precisely because of the lockdown. People did not get their medical care. People with heart disease, diabetes, all of those numbers have spiked. Suicides have spiked. Overdoses have spiked. Right. So at the end of the day, when this whole thing settles, they're going to say, wow, we had a bad flu season but we caused a disruption in our society that was a wrecking ball and killed tens of thousands. Can I, can I just, one last question. When 9-11 happened, we had 3,000 people die. Right. And we formed the Department of Homeland Security and said, never again. Right. right? And we said, we're going to put every single resource we can possibly get to stop 3,000 people from ever dying again, because it might get worse or it might not right. get worse, but we're going to do whatever we can to prevent it because we care about Americans. And as Americans, we're going to stop anything that's going to attack us. So even right. if it was 6,000 people who died and not 3,000, the fact but that people are your going- Your premise is just, flawed, Jay. What's you the premise? Stop we, we've, you, we, you can't, you we've can't stop stopped, a virus. We have never polio. Do you have polio, Bill? In, you don't because fact, they've cured it. Did you know someone died of bubonic plague last month. It's simply right. untrue. That's it's not a virus. It's the arrogance of humanity. You don't stop a virus. You develop herd immunity, the same thing that happened in the Bronx. But no, they masks, literally cured polio. They don't have polio anymore because uh, Jonas Salk invented a cure. 
I don't have polio because Jonas saw, sat down and figured out this how to fix is, it. But, but Jay, this is simply not the same thing. Did you, you get smallpox this week? No, because they have a cure for smallpox. You're talking about a flu virus that they are, it, it is absolutely impossible for society to eradicate the flu. I just don't know why the Republicans are so defeatist about this. Where is the no, idea that no, we can actually we get together and fix something? Jay, in a Jay, car on a long trip, and I'm yeah. just like stuck with the Yeah, I know, box. you're like the little kid looking Sorry, up Jessica. at mom and down oh, arguing. Comfortable. I need a commercial break or something. Yeah, we, we do. Exactly. Well, there's more to come, but it's not Republican or Democrat, Jay. It's everyone in the establishment that has a financial interest. I'm not sick, you're not sick, Jessica's not sick. Yeah. Well, my friend, right? I have a good friend who's a doctor and he caught it and his description of it was brutal. And whether or not you live or die at the end of it, I mean, if you dying is the worst of it, but what he's living with sounds horrific. I'm and, sure it is. And I don't wish the problem is, Jay, that on the, although, I don't wish that on anybody. But the problem is no one wishes that on anybody. And the false narrative is that you have to be sensible and smart. The lockdown killed more people than if we had just focused on this as a medical issue. For example, the minute that we started the lockdown, we had 15 days to stop the spread on March 16th. By April 15th, 14th in, in New Jersey, April 7th in New York, in the hot spot of the Bronx, the number of hospital admissions fell below discharges and deaths. So the whole premise of saying we have to treat people, we gotta find a cure, all these things, all laudable goals, they just should not have come with a lockdown of our society because it simply didn't work. If, and if, if you, because we didn't lock down. There's, no, it's not why. Sweden was didn't like, lock down, Sweden didn't lock down and they've had zero deaths in the last couple of weeks. And, and remember Jay, we're using this on positive cases, which does not connotate a sick person. We had empty hospitals, empty hospitals and furloughed doctors. This was a completely government fabricated crisis. It was a health situation. I agree that, that the government completely failed us, Bill. You and I are very similar on this. The, uh, government, but agree, but, the but, federal but, government failed us completely. Oh. Because Trump should have never allowed the states to lock down. No, no should have had a right plan. Any plan would house. have been good. Any plan except, I don't know. I mean, his, his entire was plan was, I, I hope it goes it away, and I hope that the my pillow guy can come up with an answer. But, you know, but again, Jay, they all monetized it. You know, the whole mask thing, we're, we're buying masks from China that don't work and are unnecessary because everyone's going to get coronavirus. It spreads too fast to stop. And you know that. And your doctor well, if, if, mas if masks don't work, why do doctors wear them when they operate on you? Because it is simply to protect the patient from any spit that's going to come out of their mouth. Right, that because, is the only reason. because spit, they're over their body. Because spit has disease in it. But Jay, it's a, it's a temporary fix. As a matter of fact, the CDC on July 31st so, came out with, no, the what, what, CDC published this, talked about their studies. You love studies. It's right there on the CDC website that there was no discernible difference between people who were masked or unmasked catching coronavirus from somebody who was symptomatic. Let me ask you a question. Would you be okay if someone sneezed on you? No, I was never okay with that. Because I, that's gross and would get you sick. guards over buffets. So when people sneeze, it's you go like this, right? Chew in your, your arm. And, because and that's what? That's enough. Because that'll stop you from getting sick. No, it won't stop you from getting sick. It'll help stop system. you getting from getting sick. Maybe. I don't know. What do you know. mean maybe? That, that, this is the germ theory of medicineville. 
This but is what Jay, they invented a hundred years true, ago. But if that were the case and the only case, then if everyone stayed home when they were sick, no one would get sick. Right. You know that's not if true. we spend two weeks at home when everyone, if everyone stayed home for two weeks, there would be no more sickness. For that is, you know, that's not true, right? Well, no. If, if 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 we were to actually lock down, yeah. like the Native Americans, Bill didn't get sick. It was Americans, not Americans. Excuse me, that, the Europeans. That's, that's an absurd no, comparison. Of they, course, they got sick. They also had immune systems. They had they, never encountered the European cold. That's right, why because Europeans have herd animals, and those animals, like bird flu and swine flu, jump yeah. into humans. Right. But, but so and they never got it because they just they never got exposed to it. If you don't get exposed right. to a sickness, you don't get sick. You don't right, just spontaneously but are, get but sick. But you realize there are still Native Americans around today because they're human and they develop immune systems. Right. Their but ninety nine percent of them had to die. Well, exaggeration. But anyway, the point is, Jay, that even the CDC admits that the masks don't work. And all I'm saying is as a as a liberal as and a, he is a libertarian. The most important thing is human freedom. And if you look at France and the now, lockdown with the military. They, Bill, they, they put life first in the Declaration of Independence. Life comes first because you can't have liberty without life. You cannot have life without liberty. You, and we'll, right. we'll leave it at that. You can't. Okay. All right. So, Jessica. Now How are you doing, Jessica? Guards. How are you guys doing? <laughs> See, this, thing, this was bound to happen, happen, Jessica. Because really? Jay did his first event. He was all excited today to tell me about his first event. He's like, uh, there were 25 people. They were socially distant. It was wonderful. And they were wearing masks. And I'm like, oh, my God. I have turned down anything that has to do with any event with people in masks that's come along in the last two weeks because I won't do it. But you were so happy, Jay. Well, I was because, you know, the thing that I'm worried about most is, you know, they, there was a, a, a talk about a choir where they had choir practice without masks and everybody got covid in the choir because they were thinking well their mouth was open and they were singing right so you, the, it increases the amount of of you know, gunk in the air that you're breathing in and uh i was thinking laughter is probably in that same vein if everybody's laughing it goes out the more is coming out of you than if you're just sitting talking to someone so you are so, not funny well, that's the thing. I, I, I like made I sure I told no jokes. I just got up and talked about my life and everybody <laughs> wept. Uh, so I was worried about laughing. Everybody would do this, but they all wore masks. I didn't. Uh, you know, I talked to them ahead of time and they were like, I'm going to stay 10 feet away. And I just felt safe and nice. And it was good to have a little bit of normalcy where I wasn't worried on the way home I was going to die. There's nothing normal about 25 people wearing masks at a comedy club. <laughs> but there's nothing so abnormal crazy. about it either. Yes, right. there is. It's disgusting. How is it it's disgusting? It, we are erasing our ability to interact as people. You got to smile and see people. How many people in that choir got to, sick? Probably to, none. A hundred percent of them caught it. A hundred percent. Everyone catches it. You don't get sick though. Most people don't get sick, let alone die. I, I'm not going to roll the tell dice. You this. I would trust your immune system and mine. Oh, no, don't trust Jessica my immune system. To go into a comedy club no, no, and have no, someone no, even no. talk to me face to face. Not mine. I, I, I would die uh, on the way in. Jay, I, I can't believe you have not been walking around in a hazmat suit every flu season. Hey, are you like diabetic or something that we don't know about that you're like extra coffee? <laughs> yeah, uh, no, so I'm, I'm asthmatic and I, I grew up every year, I'd get uh, bronchitis twice every year. I had chronic bronchitis. 
and I would lay in my bed as a little kid and I would feel my lungs fill up with fluid. And it, it was the worst feeling in the entire world, just laying there, not being able to get a breath. So my biggest fear is what it might be like to lay in bed, especially by yourself somewhere and feel your lungs not be able to catch a breath. So this particular illness more than any other is uh, extremely frightening to me just because of the, the feeling of 12 years of not being able to breathe growing up. You should be quarantined, Jay, I agree. Yeah, so it's, I, I, just, I just don't want to uh, experience that if I can help it. Well, sadly the mask won't help you, but I, I know a guy who knows a guy, you could probably get some hydroxychloroquine just in case. Right, I, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that we have a cure for it soon. Jessica, would you take the vaccine? No, I feel like when Russia is saying, trust us, it's completely safe, that, that kind of just gives me a shiver. Great. So. No chance. Jay, would you? Uh, first round? A, uh, first round, maybe not, uh, especially because this Operation Warp Speed sounds very sketchy to me. But if they're, you know, I believe in double blind studies. You know, I believe that uh, there's a reason why science has gotten us to this point. And I think people have forgotten that we are built on the scientific method and beliefs do not care about the scientific method. So if the scientific method says it's safe, I'm willing to take that risk. You know, it's sad, Jay, because I think the world's devolved into, it's like we look at studies and we can't see what's in front of us. The study says the emperor is dressed and then you realize when you look at him, he's got nothing on. And it's I like we, and that's the big debate because I hear it every day. I think What's the up? only way we can understand empiric evidence is, is or the world is through empiric evidence and our, our, our hope and our desire doesn't matter, does not care. Your facts don't care about your feelings, Bill. That's what well, Ben Shapiro which, says. Which, and he's right. That's why we've got a drug that works and a lockdown that didn't. Anyway, we, you know, the truth is if Biden wins, we're going to be locked down again. I tell people be prepared for 2022 to come back to normal. I think March 2021. That's my. Oh, I'll that, take the over on that. No I'll, chance. Uh, that's my over under. March 2021. Really? I, I honestly think that we'll have a vaccine probably in January or February. And I honestly think that if we do a smart, nationally mandated three week lockdown, afterwards we'll be in the same that position. That is some scary fascist shit, Jay. I, wow. That's Count not fascist. the resistance if that happens. Wait, so <laughs> did you think it was fascist when World War II, uh, they asked GM to start making tanks and said you, you don't have a very, choice? Very, very different. How is it different? Uh, but, uh, because the Nazis Trump were, says he's a wartime Nazis president. The Japanese, listen, the fascists were focused on taking over the world and they were killing millions of people. Very right. different. So is this drug. Or so is this uh, no, it's not. disease. It's not. We had a flu season, Jay. Literally, it, you look at the numbers, when it all boils down, what I will tell you is a year from now, we'll have a different conversation when I win the 100 bucks. Is that we're betting 100 bucks? Sure. 100 works. All right. And, we'll and we'll bet 100 Biden bucks. Wow. That wasn't as bad. It'll be when the world moves on to something else. They just don't have anything else. Bill, have you ever heard of the preparation paradox? Tell me. It's the idea that when you prepare for something, you always look silly. Because if you prepare properly, your preparations look like they were, didn't matter because it didn't come to pass, right. right? So if I say, I need to build a wall to keep out bad guys from my country, you look silly 
because you go, well, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of bad guys coming in. You go, no, 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 we need this. So preparation always looks like it's extreme. And that's why it's hard to convince people to do it. And why but you're wrong because you, you, have ex, you have accepted the blind uh, guessing of the shifting sands of these studies that show nothing. They change constantly. The medical narrative has changed over six months. And the reality is, Places that locked down lost just as many, if not more, as places that didn't. One of the thirty-four percent of the deaths in this whole country happened in New Jersey and New York, right here. Yeah. Lockdown, mask, distance, everything shut down. And you look around the world, and you're like, why didn't that happen in Sweden? Why did no kids die? Why are the Swiss telling the kids to hug their grandparents? It's a fundamental issue. I think I'll tell you this, Jay. This is the new global warming. Right. Well, and, the, go, and, the and old they, global warming hasn't gone away, Bill. Well, sure. Well, no, Greenland ice, the, the Greenland ice sheet listen, just melted. Earth changes constantly. But if you listen to the studies, the peer-reviewed studies, New York City was underwater in 2015. But the evidence shows that that isn't what happened. So it's it's there's a balance between preparation and you just arbitrarily having the power to decide how we should prepare. Because mm. for my preparation, I take vitamin C, I do hot yoga, and I'm healthy. There's a big difference. Uh, well, I hope you continue to be healthy, Bill. I do. I hope so, too. But like most people, COVID is just not a real threat. But it's a threat to you. I like your plan of yeah. staying home. Yeah, I'm going to stay home. because you're writing so much. Yeah, I'm going to just lock myself in the garage and write and see what happens. Now, Jessica, have you Hopefully been out? You, you guys have been out to dinner, right? Yeah, it's um, Chase's birthday. So we're going out to dinner again tonight. And this weekend, nice. I have a wedding. Really? Where's the wedding? Uh, it's in Jersey, down the road from my parents' house. There's like a, a wedding venue on a farm with a big white tent. There's going to be like 70 people there. I'm very that excited. That should be fun. That should be fun. That's the normalcy that you can get back to. There was actually, is it Renault Winery? What's the winery you like? Uh, Larita? That's where it was supposed to be. Right. I think they've been doing weddings, though. They've been limited to like 39 people from what I've heard. Yeah, they were going to charge like four times as much, so she switched venues. The, the wedding was going to be there. Now, Jay, but, what are you going to do with the kids being homeschooled? Are you, uh, are you going back to your teaching ways at home? Yeah, I'm going to teach them at home. And uh, my wife, because she's a teacher of the deaf, she, uh, she has a lot more flexibility because she's not in a classroom. And she deals with the kids one-on-one. So she should be able to do half of her teaching at school and then hopefully half from the house. So we'll have uh, two people here. Now, how much of this is going to be old movie reviews? Uh, it's going to be a lot of watching my stand-up. <laughs> and uh, they're going to grade it. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it should be – I mean, it'll be an interesting experiment. I mean, I've, I, I'm a certified teacher in New Jersey, so at least there's – you know, I'm not going to be uh, pulling this out of my butt, but uh, it'll be good to knock the rust off. And are you going to have any other kids involved? There's got to be other parents that are like, you're a teacher, can't you help? Uh, no, I, I think they take one look at me and go, this guy should not be around my children. Uh, Jessica, are you going back to work? I'm still working. Oh, going to the no, office? You're like going in, yeah. Probably not. Good. <sighs> amazing, right? Smart. Probably not for a while, yeah. Smart. Hey, guys, we only have two minutes and 40 seconds left before Zoom wants us to upgrade because we yelled at each other for so long, Bill. So uh, we do need to... Uh, it's all in it good fun, Jay. We're, we're, we're friends who disagree. Friends you're who crazy, disagree, guys. Insane. 
I set and March 1st a reminder for your gambling under over. All right. Dude, what do we bet? A hundred bucks? And, but but bucks. I, I said back to normal. So we're going to have to define what that means. I think I'll leave that to Jessica to define. Sounds good. By the way, guys, I just need to give the announcement here. Uh, as of this morning, 4,027 Twitter followers. We are up. No kidding. Huge. Whoa. Huge. Rolling. It's really okay. happening. Happening for me. And I keep saying I only need 175,000 more for it to matter. So we're almost there, guys. And then you can get a blue check. I had one. How do you not I, have one? I had one. And then I lost it because I changed my Twitter handle mm -hmm. to Exit 19 Productions. And then when I changed it back, they were like, oh, yeah, no, you got to reapply. So I've reapplied and I'm waiting to hear. Mm. And I'm like, why do I need to reapply? You can see that I had one and they're just killing me on it. So hopefully soon. But 4,027 on the I, I am impressed. I'm, I think I'm one of them, Jay. Yeah, you are. And one of your uh, people who follows you, who's an AM radio host, said that uh, I didn't have 4,000 followers, so I must be a sucky comedian. Uh, Kev, <laughs> so Kevin tweet at him. Kevin let's, MacArthur. Let's go get him. Kevin MacArthur said that. Do you know him? He's an AM no. guy out of New York. He said that I must not be a good comedian and that I should go back to laying uh, concrete. Which I don't know why he has to insult the working class, Bill. You know what? I could see you as a as a bricklayer. I really? No one can see that. My father-in-law was look was at a, this. Was, no, was no, 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 Jess, too much. Can asthma. you see it with the beard and the hair? We have less than a minute, everybody. Guys, we, we should say goodbye. <laughs> What's that? What's that? We had less than a minute. I think right. this is really probably. All right, let's say goodbye so real quick, everyone. Just, can we just let it end? What happens? Or do they charge your credit card? I don't know. We should probably just say goodbye. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Hey, happy everyone. birthday to Chase. Happy I birthday, will. Chase. Tell him. Bye. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.